This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ball Game on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. You guys, you know I love my sports documentaries. Um, and this one, based on a book from our guest, looks like it's going to be one of the greats, honestly. I love the fact that HBO picked this up. It's winning time. The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. It debuts on Showtime on March 6th, and it is based on a book, Showtime, written by our guest, one of the most accomplished sports writers really in the history of American sports journalism. He's a new journalism. He's a New York Times bestseller, all-around great dude, Jeff Perlman, with us. Jeff, welcome to Boise, Idaho today. Thanks for your time, man. How are you? So I'm not trying to criticize you, but I have to say, I would say your statement that I'm one of the whatever most decorated or whatever was sports writers in the history. Accomplished, of Jeff. Accomplished. Accomplished. Might be a little bit hyperbole, but <laughs> I'll take it. I'm gonna take, then you call my mom later. Yeah, you, you know, call my mom later. Perlman, you've been coming on my shows for like a decade. I love this. Is the first time I've had you on my new Boise show, so I can't wait to talk about this. And I guess we'll just start with that. How did this all go down? You wrote that book, Showtime, years ago, and then all of a sudden it comes an HBO miniseries that a lot of sports fans out there can't wait to watch. How did it work? How did it go down? Uh, just pure luck, to be honest. I, uh, <laughs> 2014, the book came out, and that same year, a screenwriter named Jim Hecht, whose main credit was he wrote the second Ice Age movie, so he had no sports experience, reached out to me and said, uh, man, I love this book and I want to do something and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, okay. But I didn't believe him because I had stuff option before. There's so much BS in this business. It's really kind of gross. I just didn't believe him. So he came to my house. I was living in New Rochelle, New York, and he shows up Easter Sunday, 2014, with a block of Baker's chocolate, a tomato, and a bottle of imitation wine drink. Um, and I think those were the only things he could find at Grand Central Station that come to my house. But he shows up at my house with this stuff. My <laughs> wife's like, who the hell is this guy? And I'm like, I don't know. But he wants to. He's interested. He didn't pay me any money. But I gave him a, I agreed to let him try and sell the book as a, as a thing. And through the years, I just consistently never believed him, never believed him. I had a meeting at Adam McKay's house. Didn't even know who that was. Didn't believe him. Contract came from HBO. Was still skeptical this is ever going to happen. They start casting people, big names. I'm a little less skeptical, and uh, here I am. So it actually worked. I love it. Now, the how did the deal go down? I mean, did you just give the rights away? Did you ask for a paycheck, Perlman? I mean, how, how does that work, the logistics and the finances of this? Can people just make something off a book as long as you give them the okay? Yeah, well, basically, I mean, um, basically what happens is they come to you and they say they want to option the book, which means they got a period of time to sell it to a production company or a producer or whatever. And usually if you're in my shoes and you're a smart person, you charge that person as much money as possible. However, I was an idiot and I felt bad for Jim. So I gave it to him for free, but it turns out I'm not the idiot because they're making an HBO show out of it. Now I am getting free, but it, I should have like, normally you, an author, you shouldn't give your work away for free. I mean, you work hard on it, but he, I gave him the rights and he kept asking me for more time with it. And I kept giving more time and I really liked the guy. And now, when you when HBO is making it, then they actually sign a con. You sign a contract where you actually get paid, and you get paid per episode, and you get paid for the rights. I mean, it's not. I'm not like awesome. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be riding on my yacht, but it definitely helps with college money for my kids. <laughs> Jeff Perlman, our guest uh, here on uh, Sports Radio, the ticket. We're talking about the uh, new HBO series 
winning time based off his book in 2014. And and uh, Jeff, what what's uh you know how close I guess is what we're going to see on HBO to the book that you wrote? Um, I guess the proper term is fairly close. Like it's it's not a documentary; it's a dramatic series. So it's not. You know, you're not going to see the actual Magic Johnson. These are all actors and, and with flourishes and exaggerations and everything that comes with a, with a series, you know. It's kind of, I, I always tell people, it's no different. Like, everyone loves Remember the Titans. It's not the exact, it's not the verbatim story of what happened on that football team or We Are Marshall, that movie. It's not the exact, you know, it's Hollywood. So, but they do, like, they're very um, authentic and they pay a lot of homage to the book and they follow the book fairly closely the thing that really blew my mind is um, the thing I wrote about in that book that really was most meaningful to me is the Laker coach before Riley and before Westhead was um, Jack McKinney, a guy who fell on his head in a bicycle accident. He was Magic's first coach. And they really got into him in this series. And they also really got into Jerry Tarkanian being briefly the Lakers coach. And it was just kind of cool seeing that they actually paid attention to these things. That it wasn't just Magic and Kareem. It was a, a lot of the fringe players and a lot of the fringe moments. So I thought they were very very honest to it. And how, uh, how involved were you? I read one article where they even called you to ask about the material, the Jersey they used and the, the basketball back in the day. I mean, what, uh, what, what you know, were, were, did you have any kind of editorial uh, in this or what was your kind of involvement of, of what's going to you know come out on HBO? I would say I was a guy they called if they had questions about, um, about whatever, is this right? Does this make sense? Is that right? What kind of, what kind of jersey would he have been wearing, man? Do you have any idea what it was made of? Is there someone we can call? Um, they allowed us to be in the show. We're all, my, myself, my wife, and my kids are in the uh, first episode, which is really cool. So, you know, like, I wrote the book. I'm not a screenwriter. So there would be no reason for me to be in the writer's room or anything like that. But they were very cool about keeping me involved, making sure I see all the episodes, uh, asking me to write notes if I saw stuff I didn't like or didn't think worked. They were very cool about it. Jeff Perlman, uh, Sports Illustrated, longtime author, New York Times bestseller, and this new series you're going to watch, Winning Time, was based on his book. And, you know, I'm all about the authenticity, Perlman. You know, I've seen every sports documentary, every movie ever, and, like, you got to teach the guy who plays Kareem how to somewhat shoot a sky hook. You know, the Magic Johnson guy can't be a lefty, right? And And it looks to me from the clips I've seen, like, Holy smokes! The the dude playing Magic kind of has this weird boxy Magic Johnson type of game to him. Like, holy smokes! Did like Magic come? Did they hire Kareem to teach this actor how to shoot a skyhook? Like uh, the the guy who played Bird too. I see the he's the picture. He's wearing the trucker hat and the vest like yeah. Bird used to wear. And it, Broman, it gives me chills. I'm like, dude, that's them. Uh, how involved were some of these stars in this, if anything? Zero. Zero, zero percent. Now, um, one of the Laker trainers, former trainers, was involved in sort of helping the guys learn how to look more like NBA players. But, um, I mean, Magic's been very clear. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Kareem has been very clear. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want anything to do with it. The Lakers have been clear. They're not having anything to do with it. This is, um, you know, this is an independent project by HBO. And um, uh, so, so, I mean, it's interesting. Like, the guy who plays Kareem played center at Cal. Uh, the guy who plays Mark Landsberger played football cow. Uh, the guy who plays Magic played was a Division three football player. Like these are athletic guys. Nice. They're not unathletic guys. The guy who plays Michael Cooper was a track runner. Like they're, they, so they have athleticism, um, but it takes a lot to. I mean, 
it takes a lot. There's a huge difference between playing pickup or playing small-time basketball and playing in the NBA. So I know these guys just busted their asses trying to trying to sort of become more NBA-looking. Yeah, because Perlman, if Michael Cooper doesn't have his socks up to his knees, that's a major tune-out to agree. Me, bro. Right? You know, you got you to have it, man. <laughs> Yep. Jeff, I agree. Jeff, I agree. T- you know, I was reading something else where you mentioned the Lakers, you know, Kareem and Magic not having anything to do with it. I actually read that some of those folks maybe were going to be unhappy with with how it turned out, or or uh, have some disagreements with how they're portrayed, or things like that. Well, what's 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 in that part of it? And and uh, when you had, came out with the book in 2014, did you have any kind of backlash or anything with, with how people were portrayed or events happened? I didn't actually. Not that I remember. Um, I mean. The thing is, I think the show is really a love letter to the Lakers. I don't even mean that. That sounds like a cliche, but I really do. I think it's like just the ultimate love letter to the Lakers and to basketball from that era. And the guy who plays Magic Johnson, Quincy Isaiah, is so ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. And he just oozes Magic Johnson. And John C. Riley as Jerry Buss is so good as Jerry Buss. I'm like, yeah, so if you're, you know, Jerry Buss was a womanizer. That's a fact. Like, Jerry Buss was way into women, multiple women at the same time. And is that a factor here? Of course it is, because you're you're portraying this period of time. There's very Hollywood and very misogynistic and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But he also was a brilliant a brilliant businessman. He was a uh, you know visionary in the NBA, and all that stuff comes across. So I feel like if these guys watch a show and they're upset, it's because they're looking to be upset because it really is paying homage to the Lakers. Jeff. Perlman with us, a longtime sports writer, one of the best, and uh, talking about winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty based on the book he wrote, Showtime. Okay, I got another nerdy question, Perlman, because I've seen uh, as many trailers as I can see on this, but and it looks completely authentic, right down to the logo and the jersey patches. Like, if the Lakers didn't want this to be made, how, are, as HBO, and you, how, how are they able to get all the licensing? and the names to everything, and the Lakers and all that. How does that work, man? Man, it's a, it's a little bit above my pay grade. I can tell you there's, a, uh, there's something legally about fair usage, um, which is you can use a logo a certain amount. So I actually don't know. I know okay. it, um, it was really tested when the Will Smith movie Concussion came out because um, the NFL obviously wanted nothing to do with that movie, but if you watch the movie, there is actually NFL footage, NFL helmets, NFL logos. There is some statute that I do not fully understand where you can use a, a logo, et cetera, um, in a certain way and a, in a measured way. So I am not entirely sure. And is there going to be a – I heard a rumor there's, they're already, already talking about a second season. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I know they're writing a second season. Hopefully the show will do well and they'll want a second season. That would be amazing. Because the first season only covers 79-80. It's the first season of Magic's arrival. Oh, sorry. Hey, Jeff, I got a question for you uh, about the casting. Uh, we see the casting, who plays who, uh, but we've got Adrian Brody, Academy Award winner, great actor, some great movies, Hollywood Land, one of my favorites over the years, but he's playing Pat Riley. Does he pull it off? Does, does Adrian Brady, uh, Brody pull off Pat Riley? It's so funny. If I, if I didn't think he would, I'd probably say, yeah, of course, because I can't bash the show. But <laughs> I will tell you this, and I'm being 100% honest. My wife and I are watching the first episode with, with Adrian Brody. And for about three minutes, we're both like, I don't know. I don't know. He just has a distinct look. And being honest, he has like a distinct nose. And it's kind of like, I don't know. And then we didn't talk about it again. And at the end of the show, we were like, man, that was really good. Like, didn't even think about it. 
So he really does. Like he channels a sort of bulldog, kind of feisty, hardcore basketball guy that Pat Riley was and is. So, yeah, I, I actually think he does. I really do. I just I really love do. I just love stuff like this and love talking to Jeff Perlman about it, counting down the days to March 6th. And I didn't know that the whole series is just based on that 79-80 team, obviously with Magic winning the title. Sorry, spoiler alert, look it up over the Sixers there that year playing center. <laughs> um, what, is there Now, Perlman, you, you're going to hit this out of the park. Let me just tell you that, dude. But what I'm going to say next is, Jeff, I, I like a lot of your books. Now are you starting to think, oh, holy shnikes, maybe the bad guys won would be a hell of a miniseries, right? You know, maybe uh, the, the, the three-ring circus with Shaq and Kobe. Like, what other project have you done, Jeff? Maybe it's the John Rocker interview. That could be a whole miniseries on its own. <laughs> Perlman, uh, what's, no. what's next, man? What, what could you see if you were going to push something? I mean, I would love for there to be a Walter Payton movie, but um, I just think his life was very cinematic, and his sort of rise and fall and rise was really kind of remarkable. I also think the USFL, I wrote a book about the USFL, and that place yeah. was the land of wild and excess, and you know, you had the whole Trump thing in the league, and it's this really fascinating time period also. So uh, I don't know. I wish I had the power to just snap my fingers and make movies out of my books because I, <laughs> I would be sitting on a yacht. I would be sitting on a yacht. And I would invite you guys on my yacht. I can't yeah. wait. And and the first the first thing you see on the initial trailer, and you guys, if you haven't seen it, go watch the trailer. It's John C. Riley, and he's laying on satin sheets and it's just he looks so much like jerry bus and you're like oh dude i gotta see this thing because stories weren't told a, a lot like that back then and now to come back in 40 years later hard to imagine you're going to learn about some of the trials and whatnot that that team and those guys went through i can't wait for it perlman i could do this for another two and a half hours my producer saying you got to get out so jeff really appreciate your time best of luck uh, with this thing and we can't wait to watch it all right, thank you so much for having me on. Good talking.